This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, it's 10 Minute Tuesday time. Today I'm talking about the relationship between insecurity and performance as you age. This is a revelation I had going to sleep one night about a month ago. Uh, I had this picture in my mind and, and have drawn a graph to represent this. Uh, it's in my book. By the way, I've finished writing my book. Uh, cover artwork, I think that's done too. Sending it off to be... Um, whatever formatted into an ebook and paperback and, and the printer. So we're on track for the 7th of July release, which is just extraordinary. It's been a wild three months. Put on five kilos. Uh, got dandruff. Oh, dandruff's not too bad today. Got a bit of product in my hair. I've lost touch of fashion. Don't know what trends are doing these days. Got no idea. Don't know how to relate to people anymore. Uh, been hiding in a cave with my aphids. You've seen my Instagram story. You would see my office is infested with little brown creatures. Don't know where they come from, but they're keeping me company. Anyway, the point is the book's done. Unhindered. How to how to be how to overcome how to what is it even called? <laughs> the seven. Sorry, it's called Unhindered: The Seven Essential Practices for Overcoming the for Overcoming. Oh man. Unhindered, the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity. Turns out I've cooked my brain uh, while writing this book too. Oh boy, I can't leave the cave just yet. I still got the uh, one minute coach book to go. That the one minute coach consistently, consistently uh, surprises me about how long it takes. Uh, ever since I started writing segments, sixty second segments, uh, I underestimate the length of time required to write those things, and to edit them is just the same. So it's taken me a long time. But uh, it, it'll get done, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Anyway, so this is one thing that's in the book. Um, you'll, you'll love this when you see it. It's a really cool diagram. If you can picture uh, an axis, the vertical axis is performance. The horizontal axis is age. And if you think about um, two lines on this graph, the first line is the insecurity line. So I would say, as a generalization, insecurity in your 20s drives up performance. And that is all because in your 20s, typically, you've got something to prove. Uh, there's a, the, the motivation for, for your career, for your relationships, for your health, for your finances, pretty much for every area of your life is often out of this need to demonstrate that you are good enough, demonstrate that you are capable of being an adult, that you can function in the world, that others who've said you can't were wrong. Uh, and that you you compare yourself to others and and constantly give yourself feedback about how you're going in the world. So there's a lot to prove. Uh, now, as a result, I think that's actually useful for, for performance. It might have some other costs, but let's not worry about those. Um, because you are needing to prove something, you're highly irrational, which is useful, and not hindered by the word no. So if someone says no, you can't, no, you shouldn't, no, you won't, that's fuel for you. It's like, all right, great, well, we'll watch this then. Stand back and get out of the way. 
um, the biggest the biggest gift you could give to me would be to say no um, then I'll show you so it's great right so people do all kinds of remarkable things off the back of that uh, in every area of their life uh, however that motivation has a time limit on it and the older you get the less you can rely on that in fact I would say that line starts to drop um, you know somewhere around 30 uh, where insecurity as a motivator the need to prove is costing you a lot it's and it's starting to cost you more than it's giving you and uh, to the point where it's creating a high level of exhaustion uh, fatigue it's it's putting strain on your relationships uh, it's putting you know relationships with others but particularly your relationship with yourself because the need to prove is you are driving yourself you're forcing yourself you're fighting yourself so that's quite exhausting and a brutal strategy to maintain the the whole uh, just be disciplined just get it done just fight your way forward great you, you you perform but then in the process you ruin your relationship with yourself so if you're still doing this at 40 proving your worth to the world you're a hard person to be around by the way it doesn't look pretty um, and and it's no longer getting the job done and there are a whole bunch of young energized people who are all over you who are who are dominating the space you're trying to prove yourself in so it, it's not achieving performance in the world and it's not generating motivation in yourself there's this resistance this ah man i couldn't be bothered and so insecurity as a motivator runs out of steam by the time you're 40 almost entirely uh, there are people who are still trying to use it, still trying to resurrect that form of energy. Uh, good luck with that because it's, it's a train wreck if that's your, your strategy. Now, security, on the other hand, I would say generally a secure 20-year-old isn't performing very well at all. Um, and hear me because I'm not, again, it's, I'm trying to remove the good, bad, right or wrong. We're just looking at how this impacts what you do. If you're secure, if you've got everything you need, if everyone loves you, if you're comfortable in who you are, you probably don't need to prove much at all. So you're more likely to accept no's. You're more likely to settle for someone else's wisdom, to take your, take your time, wait your turn, um, you know, develop your craft, be a bit more quiet, less showy, less needing to draw attention, less needing to compare. So that's all going to drive performance down in your 20s, actually. Um, however, that started that starts to pay off by the time you're 30, generally. And and by the by the time you're 40, if you're secure, if you are a secure 40-year-old, if you've already solved the insecurity problem in your 30s, really comfortable with who you are, nothing to prove or defend, confident in your ability to do good work, and you've developed a craft so that you're able to give your gift, like you will do your best work. You will do extraordinary things. You will bring your gift in the, in a way that makes a massive difference to the world and the ripple effect will be extraordinary. It's such a beautiful thing to see a secure 40-year-old and what they're capable of is is amazing. So the interesting thing is, uh, like I, the reason I put this together was because I get asked to talk to young people all the time about insecurity. And to be honest, I'm, I'm not sure that's a conversation uh, to be had with young people. I think the conversation about insecurity starts when you're 30, um, starts in that, you know, heading towards midlife because whether you want it to or not, now insecurity is costing you more than it's giving you. I think about my, my marriage. So we've been married 21 years. I think in our 20s, um, you know, we were driven to, to prove that we could be adults. 
uh, and function separate from our parents. You know, parents are saying that this is you're too young. How are you going to make this work? Have you sorted out finances? So we're going, you yeah, know, we've got this. We're good enough to do this. So we're striving to earn money, buy, buy and build houses, um, you know, be adults, function separate from our parents. There's a lot of drivenness to do that. Then we have kids and, and everyone's got an opinion about, how you should raise kids and what you should do. So we're driven to prove that we're good parents, that we're capable parents. And we're both building careers. So we're driven to prove that we, we can do uh, our, our job well and that we're effective and we can climb the ladder and we can get where we want to go. Um, you know, so there's a lot of insecurity that's actually driving things, which is probably not a bad thing in our 20s. Um, however, there's a lot of conflict that emerges in, in a relationship. Two people coming from different backgrounds, coming together, there's, there's going to be many clashes. And two insecure people don't know how to do conflict very well because everything's personal. So those conflicts get bigger and bigger and they require more and more security to deal with them effectively. So we've had some big stuff to work through in our early 30s particularly. Um, but I think both Catherine and I, um, have done a lot of personal development work in our overcoming insecurity. And we probably couldn't have done it in our 20s, even if we should have. Um, it, was, it was 30s work. And off the back of that deep work we've both done, that's opened up a chance for deep, um, you know, loving relationship with each other. You know, we're more in love today than we've ever been. Our relationship is, is not perfect, but it's beautiful. It's, it's very life-giving. We love each other's company. We're excited about our future together. You know, we've set up the back end of our life extraordinarily well. And um, now, now we're working together as well, which could never have happened before. So we're, we're in this insecurity project thing together. So, um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful what happens because of security. Now, couples who've stayed together long term and haven't dealt with insecurity, they're in a lot of trouble. They're now sucking each other dry. The insecurity is not, not attractive anymore. Their drivenness is not nice to be around it's toxic and uh it's it's creating a whole bunch of pain and if you have kids in that situation as well uh there's some there's some challenges around that dynamic created by security so the point of this diagram is that in your 20s insecurity is driving up performance uh and and security is maybe lessening it but in your 30s and 40s it's the opposite way around now it is security that's driving up performance and insecurity that is severely limiting you so if you don't find a way to deal with insecurity in your 30s and 40s, it will be the thing that ruins your life. That's, that's inevitable. That's kind of the point. That's the whole purpose of the insecurity project is to help people in this midlife phase of life do the deep work, the good work around their own identity, their own adequacy, their own stories, the narratives they've been living out of, the opinions they've formed about themselves and to examine those and, and explore the, the, the mistruths about them and the limiting beliefs so that they can move forward unhindered to be their best where it matters most. So, uh, yeah, um, this, this diagram, if you can't picture it, you'll have to wait for the book. It's, it's coming very shortly. The ebook will probably be ready before the 7th of July, I imagine, which is exciting. Uh, and an audio version of it is on its way as well. So, look, my, my plan, my whole offering is to go, right, if you've got the insecurity and you're in midlife, come take the test, see where it's showing up so you can just start to see how big a problem this is. Get on the podcast, listen to the content and conversations, great. Um, get the book, dive into that, see the seven essential practices for solving this. So this is more than just a talk fest about this is a, you know, we're raising awareness about 
insecurity, which by the way, like, yeah, but just, just give me a moment here. You know, the, the whole push up thing on Facebook, um, raising awareness for mental health. Congratulations that you're doing some push ups to raise awareness. I promise you it's not fixing anything. I promise you it's not fixing anything. You've heard it here first, not fixing anything, not fixing a single thing. Uh, you're going to need some tools. You're going to need some frameworks. You're going to need some intelligent thinking to solve that problem, not just some push-ups. So uh, have fun doing push-ups. Keep doing as many push-ups as you want. Put them on Facebook if you want, but probably don't. Uh, and let's actually have the real conversation about how to fix mental health, which ultimately is an insecurity problem if you haven't already worked that out. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, you take the test. You listen to the podcast. You read the book, you listen to the book, you dive into those practices and then you take the short course to go, right, now I'm actually actively engaging in this. I'm beginning the coaching process. Um, and then ultimately when you're ready, you do the whole, the whole experience, the, the six-month unhindered experience. Um, and it's not just good for you. It's not just good for your family. This is good for the world. Your responsibility as an adult is to overcome insecurity. It's not a, a, an optional extra just for clever people. And we're all waiting for you. We're all waiting for each of you to do this work. And we're all impacted when you don't. So we, we receive a reward when you do. I'm going to leave it there. I hope that's been useful. I always enjoy these conversations. And I will speak to you again next Tuesday. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com. 